Good morning and welcome to the podcast. So just to put you in the picture, this is Tom and I'm just on my way in the car as you can probably hear. Um, We're experimenting with sound quality, just trying to get a better uh, microphone and just meeting Dan and Lynn and Karen and Bry and Mike. So uh, everyone's vegan or vegetarian um, and um, we're all fit, active and uh, Brian and Mike are the veggies and Lynn and myself and Dan are all vegan and sorry and Karen um, and it's been really interesting to uh, to do this because we've all got a really good energy about um, a really good energy about recording a podcast while going for a little run um, so it's very exciting um, we don't know <laughs> what we're going to talk about today. We've got a few questions, I'm sure, that will um, that will inspire some good stuff. And, and above all, we just really hope that anyone listening um, enjoys. Yeah, we're just being real. We're not um, we're not putting anything on. Well, maybe a little bit, <laughs> but no, I'm joking. But. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're just a bunch of friends, enjoy running, and we're all very passionate about uh, doing the right thing. So, um, the right thing for the environment, the right thing for our bodies, um, and obviously we really want to help anyone who's thinking of changing, or anyone who has changed, and kind of goes through the same things. Um, and of course, veganism, plant-based, is veganism's got a bit of a funny word isn't it most people are like oh god vegans and uh whereas plant-based is a lot nicer um so anyway um yeah hopefully it's a use to someone out there and it's mildly entertaining now i've turned up and i think i'm the first one here and it's 4.53, in fact, yes, I am the first one here, and it's on record, so I'm going to pause and wait for the others, because I think on my own, I might get a little bit boring, two minutes have passed already, and I've given no good content, really, so, <laughs> okay, let's pause this, okay, yes, I definitely am the first one here, and I was here very early, at least 4.53, and uh, Lynn was late, and she's always moaning about Dan being late, so now I'm going to go over and give Lynn a bit of shit for being late, because it's quite funny. Um, so, uh, so you're, you're late, Lynn! <laughs> uh, apologies to anyone about the language... Thank you for listening and getting through that. We will try to tone down the language. Um, okay, let's go and give some shit. It's very dark and it's very windy today. And uh, it should be. Hopefully the sound quality is better. We'll let you be the judge of that. Let's go and give you some shit. Morning, Lynn. 
Oh, You're late. How <laughs> <laughs> are you? <laughs> look, we've got a new microphone. Ooh, I thought you was talking to. This is the microphone. So I started the podcast because I was early. Oh. And I've been telling you everyone. You was early. How early? One I minute was... and 15, 18 seconds. <laughs> no, so no. you just got here before me. 4.53 I arrived. Oh, no, it might have been. I can't remember. And it was funny because you didn't turn up until 5.02. No. It's 4.58. No. Yeah, no, is this is wrong? never wrong. This is, you can't. Mine sets GPS. This is, of course, set to GPS. <laughs> this is no like, it's 5.04. I don't know what time you are on. That uh, means you oh. was even later the other day, then. So we have, it's pitch black dark, by the way, <laughs> and we can see the stars. Look at that. That really is beautiful. And the moon, and it was really windy last night, wasn't it? Did you no, feel the wind? It? Yeah. Oh, can I leave my keys in yes, your? So this is very experimental, whether or not I should record everything, because probably people <laughs> probably not people are bored by now. They're like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? And here comes Brian, Mike. Five in the morning. I'm going to shove a microphone in their face. Morning. Morning. How are you? Hang on time. Look, you no. see? Look. No. No. What? Look. No. 4.59. No. That's yes. really. What is that? It's obviously wrong. I've got... It's 5.04. Oh, that's rubbish. And it's 5.05 on here. No, 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 no. You clearly live in the future. Um, exactly. I've got 5.05. You're, You're all late. And look, mine's just changed to 5 o'clock. Yeah, mine's just changed to 5 o'clock. We're synchronised. Everyone's late. You're by yourself. Why is mine then 5.05 if mine's GPS-based? No, I don't think yours is. Morning, Mike. Morning. How, How are you doing? Good morning. Yes. Right. How are you? Good. Good. Just waking up. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> it was really windy last night. It was rainy, yeah. I woke up many times. Yeah, me too. It was, it was uh, raining and it was... Uh, but actually now it's quite nice. It's super clear, isn't it? There's Dan and Karen. There's no, yeah. They're come. They're on time, five o'clock. No, they're late. You're oh, all late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. That's a cool car, isn't it? Well, that just means you were just seriously late the other day. Morning. We've got a running club. Good morning. Dan is late, just for the record. <laughs> this is the noise of Dan. That's that. Yeah, that's Tom's trumpet. <laughs> oh, we've got a mic. So, just experimenting with it. Yeah, so it's like a lapel mic. And it goes. Yeah. Yeah, sex Good toy. Morning. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. God, it does look Good like morning, a sex toy. Good morning. <laughs> oh, it's much nicer. Kiss and Karen. Sorry. You. Yours was a bit more stubbly. Uh, I shaved this morning. You shaved. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, are we recording? <laughs> yes, that's for the record, that's Karen's first appearance on the podcast. She said she shaved. Hi. I can't lie, I feel sick. <laughs> I know that feeling. Someone needs to put their keys in my No, it's so freaking nice. Hi, how are you? Good to see you too. The finishing is awesome. Right, let's go for a jog then, yeah? Oh, yeah, I guess that's why we're here, right? No, I'm just standing in a car park chatting. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I got do. up. Getting eaten by mosquitoes. It's beautiful, though, isn't it? 
Oh, we were wondering if we should bring it. Well, I couldn't find mine, so the light oh, has made an appearance. Oh, I think I've, no. packed my, I've packed my headlight already for Cambodia. So, I think. Right. I think oh, we can manage without a light. So Rechargeable ones as well. Sorry, have you got rechargeable ones? Yeah. It's so cool. And I've got a. Ch- uh, did you take a solar panel with you to the desert? Yeah. You did? <laughs> it's, so, uh, like, it's the best gadget I've got. It's really cool. Although we, we did ditch it because we had a portable battery thingy, yeah, which was even cool. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I've got this big. It's a fold out one, so it kind of folds out to about this big. And then. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it really works. I'm really amazed that uh, really all well. my gadgets are now powered by the sun. Problem is, we were in like forest area most of the time, and it didn't pick up the <laughs> light. <laughs> so it wasn't charging. Was you just a... have the phone literally like zzz, 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 in the back because it would just pick up the charge and then not like go away again. Was yours a good one? Was it like? I don't know. We got it off my parish. Oh really? Yeah. So, but it, what is it like a solar? It was basically solar panel. It was good direct sunlight here. Yeah. Like thirty minutes to an hour on it. Okay, but if it wasn't direct sun, then it was a bit of a no. See, this my one does non-direct sunlight, which is really. It does, but it takes about half a day to do a phone. Yeah. And the light is really good. It works. Yeah. Really good. Well, that's still awesome, now, isn't it? Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Weight ratio. Yeah. Ooh, let's, we've got dancing people going on. So let's go on Alright. Right. Shall we? Let's go. Sexy pace wins the race, Karen. This is it, okay. this is it. There we, we are. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> no, seriously, that's way too fast. It's fast. <laughs> this, this is the pace. Security going to have their like, all these torches coming. Oh, it's a gun, but he's. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. That sound machine, yeah. Have you seen the pitch perfect? Yes! DSM, yeah! DSM, yeah! DSM, yeah! What's pitch perfect? It's the. You're finding bells of cinema! <laughs> See, um, it's Rebel Wilson. Uh, Rebel Wilson, the Aussie chick. What? Um, yeah, mind the power cable. Um, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy. And they sing a cappellas in college. Sorry, university. It's so good, I love that. So, well, we binge watched all three the other week. <laughs> wow, I haven't watched I any. Yeah, dude, you need to see it. Seriously. Okay. I, I have seen one of them. What's up, pitches? <laughs> oh, it's like Krypton Factor. <sighs> yeah, I'm just like experimenting, so oh, okay. we can see what it comes out as later. Who has been watching? Um, all right, now we're talking sort of chip flicky stuff. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Oh no! Years ago, is that? Is well, it's not now. Yeah, it's it's back on. Are they? Yeah. But I'm, I'm sort of watching it for research purposes because I'm going back home to London and my, and my family. They all watch it. Yeah. Who's in the jungle? So we've got uh, Kenna. No, who's the, who's the, the guy who Caitlin is now a girl? Jenner. Caitlin Jenner? Uh, um, no. Kardashian. Kardashian. She used to be that. Bruce. Okay. I don't know. Former decathlon. Uh, decathlete, rather. 
Olympic champion actually. Anyway, yeah, I'll say, yeah, he's, he's like seriously, yeah, successful uh, athlete. So, uh, was a guy, now a girl. And, uh, oh! Yeah, and okay. uh, so he's, she, sorry, she did it. And then James Haskell, rugby player. Um, and then you've got Wrighty, Ian Wright. Ian Wright. He's cool. Um, and the rest are irrelevant because they're all too young. <laughs> <laughs> we none of us know them. Well, Apart from Bry. Bry's still. Sorry, Bry. Yeah, you two might know them. <laughs> we whippersnappers. My legs hurt. That's and you. Can we slow down? <laughs> Karen, please slow down. Sorry, sorry. Move back, move back. No, no, whatever pace I feel comfortable. The ball is in bed. That is exactly right. <laughs> what time did everyone set their alarm for? 4.20. Lynn? 3.45. No. Lynn is always going to win. Lynn is a robot. Lynn is a countryside. Lynn doesn't sleep. What about you? You were 4.20. 4.20, yeah. And? Where do you live? We jumped in the car and it's wet from the rain. Yeah, Mike, did you leave a window open? No, we got a hole in the roof. <laughs> I have several holes in my roof. That's island life. So that was, uh, yeah, sitting on a wet seat. Snooze for 10 minutes. I set my, when the alarm went off, I pressed the snooze button. Nice. I officially got up at 3.55. Wow. I love Lynn. that film you were in, Lynn. I robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my legs hurt. Oh, my legs hurt. <laughs> Oh. Thank you all again, Tom, for introducing me to Audible. Oh, which cool. I, which I was aware of already. I just didn't realise the huge benefits of it. Because once you start listening to it, unless you're doing something like driving, yeah. you can't sit still. No, especially if it's a really good book yeah. as well. And there is lots of really good books. No, because it seems the purpose. Because then you, might be reading a, then you might as well read a book. Yeah. So the fact that you're listening to it makes you want to do things. Yeah, but I'd rather be out doing but stuff. Better for your brain to read. But you can do yeah. Uh, yes, apparently so. You can do stuff at the same time, like cleaning your house and do all those things that you've been meaning to do for ages. Hi, Tibetans. But how much are you actually taking on board? Oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it depends, it depends on how you, you learn, doesn't it? For hiking. No, it on what Did you? Yeah. So, so you guys have audible as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's the best time I've done it is no. when we were hiking. I never thought of that as uh, audio books while hiking. That's awesome. Yeah. Then you don't have to talk to each other. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you've got to be. Concentrate. Well, I was doing the, when I was doing the popular place emails last night, then I had to... Pause. Because I can't do it. Like, pause the road. No. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Ryan, he was on that. Yeah, all over. But David Goggins is particularly amazing, isn't he? Listening to him, he's just so full of passion and hatred. Yeah. It's too dark to take souls. Yeah. I don't like the way they've done that audio book because he's talking in between. So he and the other guy who narrates it. Yeah. Having this little podcast going on in between. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an yeah. experimental format. A bit like this. Plus, they're going 
went into a little bit more depth about what just happened in the book as well. Yeah. What's yeah. the duration of the, uh, the book uh, in all yeah. form? One million hours. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah, depending, sorry, what's it's the... probably what, about 10 hours, maybe normal speed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but then you can put it on. So does the pitch go up when it goes high? No, no, it doesn't. Oh, interesting. Did you not know that? Because only DJs sort of have pitch lock um, when they DJ music, so you don't, like, play like Mickey Mouse on Helium. It's just a fucking um, algorithm now, dude. Yeah, seriously. It's just like... Did anybody listen to our podcast on fast speed? No! I didn't. Sorry, I was meant to listen to your podcast whilst I ran. But, I, you know, <laughs> the first time I listened to it was on normal speed. Then I thought, oh, that was so good, I want to listen to it again. So, did what? anybody go listen to it? Oh, this is obviously just me, Dan and Tom were talking about now because we were there in the moment. But could you identify exactly where you were? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Me too. What would be really funny would be listening to our podcast while running. Running. Yeah. No, okay, that's a, it's a little bit silly. You should all say good morning to uh, Carol Potter as we run past her house because apparently she heard us all. Oh, nice. Yes. Wait, I've got a leg session with a leg, so please don't it off. Well done. I'm very happy to hear that. I need a reading cycle. Did I mention that I am a master? Oh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I would like to just mention, not that I'm one to blow my own trumpet, but yeah, it's just awesome. You need flighting books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the... Yes. Hold it back, Lynn. You're going Sorry. fast. Come on. The Garmin says no, Lynn. And Bri, look, the dark horse over there. Brian? She's like... Brian might like to run fast. Morning, morning, sir. Morning. 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 As background, I'm the beginner. This is only my first, second ever 10K. Car! 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 Oh my god. Oh my god, we survived. Oh my god. Say we aye if everyone's okay. We survived. Aye. <laughs> Lynn, you can just make a noise. And Karen, please don't be funnier than me. Okay? You've got to give me something. But, uh, don't worry, in a minute I won't be able to talk, so you're fine. Just tone it down. Leave the comedy to the boys. Shh. Morning! <laughs> Which one's Carol's? <laughs> Is that Carol's house? Morning, Carol. It's five. Probably me. It's about 7.30 by my watch. Oh, Carol, I went off it once. Oh, I think we threw a lander walker up. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. Oh, well, Carol, like, public service, running past houses at five in the morning, checking alarms. That's what we do. So now, Karen, you can tell her that we did hear her. Lynn, back it up. Yeah, wind it in, Lynn. <laughs> Come on, Karen, back it up, please. There we go. So, 
The new TV series? TV series? Did you read yeah. the books? That's it's phenomenal. So good. Ah, no, but I watched the movie, which wasn't as good. But, uh, What's it called, Lynn? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Calling everyone Lynn. This and it is Dark Materials, and it's about the Golden Compass story. Dark Materials. Materials, yeah. I have no the idea Gordon what that is. Compass. Stories. The Gordon Compass. No, the Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, the, the beautiful colour Gordon. Oh, the golden. Yeah. Oh, the golden compass. And they've all got their little souls, which are like animals instead of like actually souls within you. Interesting. It's really cool. Never heard of it. Why is it good? Oh, it's just exciting. It's the new Game of Thrones. Oh. It's the new Game of Thrones. That's what they're saying. So you heard it here first. Oh, I don't know. But she looks like one of our friends. Like really looks like one of our friends. Uh, you've got friends? I thought I did. Why well, do they know? <laughs> that's, that's my best joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a beautiful morning though. It's just starting to get to get lighter. It is, yeah. Officially. Straw. No. Find it funny. It's like a disco. Exactly. This is what I said. Lynn and her light. We should call her Disco Lynn. Oh wait, can you see my new light that's coming? Good. Good job, no one's got epilepsy. Criteria with uh, vests with lights that actually work. work. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But I have another another one because that'll come in handy for the Berlin Wall Hundred. The Berlin Wall Hundred. When's that? Uh, August. Wow. August the fifteenth and sixteenth. And how many miles is that? Hundred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Uh, Could have been like ninety-seven. Hundred point zero five. <laughs> I love it. It's in uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. When he says, "Why do they call him Boris the Bullet Dodger?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he dodges bullets at me. <clears throat> oh. uh, yeah, I like Guy Ritchie films. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Favorite Guy Ritchie film? Uh, no one talks about it. It's the rules. Uh, no, <laughs> Fight Club. Well, that's Guy Ritchie, isn't it? Yeah. No. Oh. It's a deal. It's a sell of fucking century. Fuck it, we're keeping it. Okay, from Mr. and Mrs. Robinson, that was a quote from the movie. We're allowed to use the F word. I'm not confident that this bit is going to make this is going to end up on the cutting room floor because I think it's the microphone is only good for being on someone's uh, lapel. Yeah. I don't think, I think. Well, it says two. 
<laughs> That's it. So there's two two types of mi- microphone. One of them. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> I've got many Facebook friends. <laughs> so possibly now's a good time to I can edit this kind of yes. to ask because we've got to ask the question why um, so this is directed to Karen um, why are you vegan? Um, pretty much the same reason as Dan, I guess. Like, we're sitting That's at the... not good enough. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's not a valid reason. Okay. That's not good enough for people who are only tuning in to this episode. Yeah, so they, they're like, oh, because Dan is. Oh, no, I'll do it then. <laughs> well, you could have just given me a nod up that questions were coming my way. <laughs> okay. um, I was sitting at the kitchen table, I think it was at January. This is better. Yeah, and I just was like... I just can't go to the supermarket and buy the same old stuff and that <laughs> terrible meat. The chicken that oozes water more than chicken. Ooh. The gristle in the thighs. The pork. I just couldn't do it. So Dan and I looked at each other and were like, let's try vegan for a week. Let's push it out there. Nice. Uh, and then we downloaded the Rich Roll yeah. app for the food. Yeah. Rich Roll! And we got some inspiration from there. And then we did a week. And then two years, almost two years later, we're still vegan. And wow. haven't died yet. All good. How's, nice and strong. Do you have a protein deficiency yeah. there? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. And yeah. I never used to be a runner, and I'm just out on my second 10K, so while, big while up doing, to the plants. While doing an interview. I know. And this is my first time without headphones, because I don't like the sound of my breathing. I <laughs> do. <laughs> okay, so and I didn't catch the reason why. Though, was it just you were sick of meat, meaty products? Yeah, that was the primary reason. But I was vegetarian for like 16 years when ah, I was a teenager. Okay. So it was kind of... Going back to... Yeah, it, I already had that kind of inherent subconscious animal ethic thing going on anyway. Yeah. And then, I can't lie, the primary reason was just simply I can't buy the quality of meat we have here. And then suddenly you go down that rabbit hole, you feel better, look into the ethics, and yeah. it all just aligns, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's a really nice, a nice reason. I've never thought of that. So yeah, and now as a vegan, how do you feel? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, physically brilliant. I've lost uh, about forty pounds. Wow. Um, and do you miss a lot of food? No, nothing. But I did have a wobble because, under sound female issues, I had dizzy spells around the time of my period. Okay. So I had an iron. Yeah, I was, go- I was just going to say, just suggest iron. That's interesting. But I downloaded Chronometer, which is an app where you can, it's like a food diary, but it's quite detailed in your minerals and vitamins. Uh, and so I did that just to check out where I was going. Uh-huh. And then you can just adjust, right? Yeah. So pumpkin seeds I have every day um, increase my spinach. Pumpkin seeds are gold, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so you... You need moringa. Moringa. You, you use moringa, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And, that's oh. kind of and also I read the other day that spinach and things yeah. actually inhibits your iron intake. What? If you don't cook it. No. Yeah. Well, no. You have, have, you have to have it with vitamin C as well, right? I didn't read that Ideally. bit. Well, I heard magnesium uh, gives your body better absorption of everything. So that's right. why I take magnesium. 
Um, but that's really horrible so is to that do. A supplement? Yeah, well, because I think cooking anything destroys the uh, best nutrients. I think it depends on the, the vegetables, doesn't it? Yeah, because tomatoes, I hear that if you cook it, it releases more. But so you still get iron, but it's just not as powerful and it slightly inhibits your ability to intake the full amount of iron in these, gre- these leafy green vegetables. Yeah. As well with her uh, yeah. iron I think because you're pushing your body so much. Yeah. Possibly. That's the with, you know, if you're at the time of the month, which you know can have a big impact as well. Yeah. Losing a lot there. So I did go back, but during this bubble, I went back and had a piece of meat, and just was like, this is very early on. Like, okay, let's see. You know, is this my body telling me I need meat? Then ate meat, didn't eat all of it, hated it. <laughs> was like, that's clearly not it. Yeah. And then went away and had cheese. And again, I'm like, oh, no, God. this is a, I don't need any of this. I know. <laughs> it's so funny, people go, mmm, cheese though. But then when you watch a documentary about dairy <laughs> and you know what it is, yeah. you're like, ooh, <laughs> thanks, I'll have the cashew variety, thank you. Have you, uh, have you watched Dairy is Scary? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I've annoyingly then, forwarded then, it to everyone I know. And then, uh, Ed has just released something on dairy as well. Yeah, I saw that and I had to stop because I'm like, do you know what, Ed? I love you, but I know all of that. I don't want to have nightmares tonight. Which is why most people don't want to watch things like that. Yeah, and that's why Game Changers is so good. Yeah. Because it just takes a different stance on it. It doesn't show you the ethics. And he said, I think, the director or someone said, we we didn't want to show that route because there are other movies that do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just crazy, isn't it? How... Like, there's so many reasons, and, and you can be convinced without yeah. even looking at the ethics. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so... You look like you were glowing the other morning, Karen, and that was before yoga, by the way. Oh. was that kind? Thank you. But do you, know, you learn all the time, and you have to bring it back. I, I can't, I have to confess... It's so easy nowadays to fall into junky vegan mode. Oh, God, yeah. Right? It's easy, isn't it? Really easy now. Yeah. It's never been easier to go vegan. So you have to take a restock. Sometimes I look at Dan and go, no, we have to rein this in. Yeah. And we have to go back to whole food, plant-based. Uh-huh. And get, get that tin of lentils out, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, that's... You do have to watch it. And it's, it's just adjusting and then... You know, people's perception, so it's quite a high-carb diet as a vegan. Yeah, and that's you, you would think that's a bad thing. Yeah, and then you've got to re-educate people that this is not a bad thing. No, no carbs is what our brain needs. That's why we're supposedly intelligent. Yeah, but they're in, they're in apples, they're in grapes. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, you do this chronometer and you're like, 200,000 carbs, free cow, but you're like, it's in everything we eat. Yeah. And then again, you can choose your carbs. You know, sometimes Dan and I just have toast in the evening. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's the mindset changes that most people. I think what I noticed is I, I don't need three square meals every single day with meat and veg. Like <laughs> in the evening, I know I don't want to activate my digestive system. Yeah. And of course, if you eat late, it's ridiculously unhealthy because when you're sleeping, you're not really sleeping. You're. Uh, uh, processing food 
um, and that makes complete sense to me. So, yeah, I'm very happy in the evening. Last night, actually, I stuffed my face just before bed with hummus. Oh, can we just... Sometimes when you're hungry, you just go for it. Yeah. There are times when you've trained hard that week. There's, you just have no idea. And sometimes in the evening, you're just ravenous. So just go for it. Yeah, especially you can never overeat too much fresh fruit and vegetables. True. Now, surely just that's... Just watch the toast. Yeah. <laughs> And the bourbons. Yeah. Now, sometimes hunger is, is the body sometimes uh, confuses hunger with thirst. Yep. So if you are hungry, have water first. And then that can suppress you, what you thought was your hunger. Yes. So, it kind of fills your belly up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because, you know, your body is craving something and it could just be the water it's craving, nothing else, even if you don't feel thirsty. Uh, which... I think probably all of us are guilty of not drinking enough water. Yep. I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely enough, living in a hot country, I am guilty of not drinking enough water. Yeah, and this is easier here because yeah, it's hot, right? But then I do get a lot of my water from my fruits as well. So, you know. So how much water would you say you drink a day? One million oh. litres. Not enough. Okay. Do you want a mini-me? Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Is that where we're going with this? Listen, I can't help whatever anyone says. How much? How big? Like my instant response is one million dollars. See, that's interesting. Mine's 800. 800 How far million. are you going? 800. <laughs> Anything. It tends to just be 800. But how far did you go? 800 miles. Karen, I've told you a million times not to exaggerate. Just set herself a new challenge of doing 800 miles in 800 minutes. <laughs> See, I've got to mention that running like this it's not I mean I think we're jogging because we're all able to kind of talk a little bit yeah. and it's to me this is so much more enjoyable than running on my own listening to music like it's stimulating and enjoyable uh, so yeah I highly recommend getting together with some friends and having a natter while you jog and I just say as a non-runner I used to be very sporty at school so I was a team team player so I used to do hockey seven times a week, so I used to be very sporty. But running, bring that day when you did that cross-country, I was ill, <laughs> I'd be at the back, <laughs> I'd have broken every bone of my body to avoid it. I never used to like running at school either. No. My, uh, my PE teacher, and when I was 16, I've still got my report card, it does say, Lynn needs to make more effort if she wants to get fit. If only she could see me now. Yeah, you need to make more effort, Lynn. What is up with you? But you know those teachers come back to you, don't they? Yes. And so I downloaded the NHS Couch to 5K. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, I saw that. That was really it's good. It's genius. So what was it you thought? It was Couch 25K, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like C25. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing 25K. <laughs> but it is Couch to 5K for all the people out there who have the brain. Uh, and it's brilliant. And it just goes very slowly. You start with... You just build it up. So you start with like a minute walk, 30 seconds run, and you do that over a certain period. And then I think it's nine or ten weeks. Uh-huh. And by the end, you're like, oh, my God, I've just done 5K. And then you move up. So now I'm on the 5 to 10K. Woo! And I'm this, I, I've got two more running sessions after this before I graduate. Oh, this is your second 10K, right? Yeah. You have to do four. That's amazing. And that's all with the BBC app? Um, or One was the NHS app. Yeah. And this one is just an app you can get on anything. And it's called 
C to 5K or uh, C to 10K. Okay, cool. And then I think after this, they even have a half marathon one. Nice. But you know, if you're, if you're scared, if you have a scared of doing this with people, scared you're not fit enough, you know, the only way to get fit is to just go out and do it. Yeah. And no one is taking any notice of you. You just got to yeah. do it for yourself. That's great words. The, uh, the thing that helps me, especially write my book, do anything, is to remember the saying, how do you eat an elephant one bit at a time? Because with fitness, we, don't eat elephants, we're we, we try to, uh, we should actually re, uh, rethink how do we eat a tree, you yeah. know? But uh, or the idea is, and I'm guilty, I think we all are, we bite off more than we can chew and then lose the habit because we're not feeling motivated because yeah. we failed. There's a really good book that I read called The Compound Effect and has saying how Einstein said one of the seven wonders of the world is compound interest. No, the eighth wonder of the world. And it's so true and it's the same with our habits. And what usually happens is if we try to take on massive change, we fail. But if we take on tiny, tiny change over the years, then that has a massive impact in our life. So yeah, awesome, Karen. But it's hard psychologically, you hear these people go, we did 5Ks in 16 minutes, and you're like, I'm currently doing it in 40. But you know, for you, Doesn't matter. You're Morning. Out, you're out on your feet, Morning. you're out on your feet longer than those people anyway. So yep. they might have exerted a lot more effort during their 16 minutes. Your time on your feet is longer. You're putting in as much effort as they are. Yep. But it doesn't matter how fast somebody is, how slow somebody is. The fact is, you're out there moving. Yeah, you're always faster than the person on the couch. That's it. And I heard a podcast, I really listened to the Run podcast, and it's brilliant. And I think that turned my running around from just so boring, step after step after step. Yeah. And I listened to this, and it's, it's narrated by uh, Jenny Faulkner, who's a Scottish like, TV presenter in the UK. Ooh. And she interviews all these runners. So some are Olympic runners, some are fun runners, some are people like Keith Lemon who wouldn't run for anything. But it's inspiring. Hear their stories, how they started. And on there someone just said, Do you know, as long as you're giving your 100%, it may look different to the person next to you's 100%, but that's all you can do is give your 100%. Yeah. And you can't give 110% because it doesn't exist. No. And so. you can't judge yourself against someone else. No, you can't. Everybody's different. No, I, I do, because I know I'm better. That's, uh, I'm like, better One than you. One million percent. Better than you. No, I'm joking. Of course, you're absolutely right. Okay, so I'm going to take this mic, and I'm going to head back and hassle the vegetarians and ask them okay, why they eat yes. cheese. Should we do That's quite controversial. Let's put them on the spot yes. when they're tired and weak. Absolutely. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to focus on the positive and just ask them why they don't eat meat. Hold on. No, you must have already had it there. Back down and tried to introduce a lot more greeny ginger. That definitely helped. Okay. I'm going to fall back and, and let you guys. Uh, well, no, I'm just going to interview Mike and Brian. Well, I was just warming them up. <laughs> good. <laughs> so, we were debating whether to ask you why you went vegetarian or why you still eat cheese and uh, we thought we'd be nice <laughs> uh, we we're going to be all, all militant but um yeah so mike why uh, did you give up meat 
we we got okay so we gradually gave up meat so we actually did it for environmental reasons uh-huh. um so the impact of producing meat on the environment so we started off in spain doing like weekends vegetarian uh-huh and that slowly switched weekdays vegetarian weekends no, 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 switched oh, okay. to week yeah, five days vegetarian two days meat okay um and there you get good quality you get good quality fish but things in spain uh, yeah, I was going to say that must have been quite difficult here. Kind of same reason what I heard Karen saying. The meat here is such poor quality Shit. <laughs> and so expensive. What it is, we were just like, well, we're happy on a vegetarian diet, and it just kind of slowly transformed into. You don't like eating meat eating anyway. Meat. Just we didn't even feel like meat is so nice anymore. Yeah. No. We go out it. in a restaurant, maybe have a steak, but. Oh, that was one that we left for a while. Was going out because. If you go out in the restaurant, it was still pretty slim for veggie options. Yeah. So if you're going out with family, which they would pay for like a really nice meal, and you're like, oh, just wasted all the money. <laughs> so like, I felt bad. So we'd like allow ourselves like a little treat going out to restaurants. But then it kind of, again, we were like, not really even enjoying those. So kind of dwindled out of those two. Very interesting. A <laughs> couple of things that I love is that you said how gradual the process was, because I think lots of people try it and then get all upset because they didn't make it and I think it is a gradual process how long did it take you like to come off meat wow yeah that's awesome and when you say environmental reasons like in what is there anything in particular what how did you find out about them was it an annoying vegan friend who he militantly bullied you into well, it. No, no, no. Or did you? That was not until we met you. He sent you a, a dairy scary video, put your eyes open like Clockwork Orange, and made you watch. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, I would say I did watch Catspiracy. Yes. So I was. I don't think you can. You, you know, you can't not react to that. No. <laughs> that documentary. Well done. But, uh, <laughs> and how do you guys feel now? Now you're. Meat free, like, are you, do you miss meat? No, not at all. Really, because I'm not going to lie here. I, and sometimes no. I will just go like, I'll smell it and just go, ooh. No, I actually don't miss meat No, bacon, all, not at all. But the one thing, I don't miss it. Yeah? But the one thing that will get me is a barbecue smell. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> but, although that smells really good and I love the smell of it. As soon as you, you start thinking about it. Burger. Yeah, I know, there's so some you, great vegan burgers. There's always like a Veggie burgers. <clears throat> so, have you noticed any difference in your health um, over the last couple of years? Energy? Um, or just, like, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm used to that one. <laughs> um, the wine's different. The job I did, I got to say at the moment, it's turned me uh, a lot less energy, um, exercise than what I used to do. Yeah, so but then we work that. pretty hard, don't we? We do work pretty hard, but yeah. we don't work on like a physical level for me. Yeah. We are in a certain brain tired. But you know, I'm running. Yeah, that. slow down, slow down. At a physical level, so I don't know, it's a biased view for me. Because I'd say my exercise levels have dropped off due to another cause. Uh-huh. Um but meat wise <laughs> I definitely feel after meals less heavy, less full. Yeah. Than if you're just banging a steak <laughs> or something like that. So I do feel the difference with it's like a better full. You're not there are stuff oh, kinda of like, oh my god, we all remember Christmas yeah. dinners. Have you two watched Game Changers? No, I 
Yeah, no. Oh my god, really? I've seen a lot of talk about it. Oh, you're going to love it. It's just, just so well made. It'll make you feel good about your choice. Definitely, especially watching all the elite athletes do loads of cool stuff. And how often do you guys run these days? Because Mike, I know you were doing quite a lot last season. And Bri, we know you're a dark horse. And you can do everything. Bri is free diver, kiteboarder. Um, uh, God, there's a billion things that Bri does. What do you... <laughs> but running, how often do you guys run? Mike got me into running, actually. I hated running last year. Maybe like Excuse twice me. a week at the moment. <laughs> but that's awesome. Like, I'm not a big runner, and I definitely enjoy a little social run. Um, getting motivated to go for a run on my own yeah. is tough. But you both have bikes, yeah. both cycle. Not so much anymore, actually. But he was really hard to cycle. Do you think? Yeah. What, just because it's dangerous? Yeah, just thought you would highway, for example, it's awful. Yeah. And then Graceway is not too bad, but if you're like, you're forced onto the pavement, which I then feel bad for the pedestrians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then you can accidentally force them onto the road and you're like, oh, sorry. It would be amazing if you had nice cycle tracks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. Like a mini Holland mode. Best holiday or Sedona going there, some biking. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you just know it's like... Some single track. The outside life there. Yeah. It was really cool. Like, there was so much that you could do. Like, they just don't have that. So there's a lot of options here. Yeah, but having said that, I've been cycling a lot the last month. You've done some uh, really And nice I love it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, but look at this road we're running on this morning. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? This would be a great cycle path. Yeah. It's so cool. That's, uh, I'm very thankful for you sharing. It's nice to join. How about yourself, Tom? Where did you go? Yeah, uh, yeah it's good because last week I asked the others and no one asked me. So thank you very much, Mike. Um, my uncle uh, was an ultra marathon runner and uh, he went vegan. He was inspired by a very famous runner, Scott Jurek. And uh, he was, and still is, one of the best, if not the greatest, uh, distance runner of all time. And he just eats eight veggies. And that was that eight years ago when I first got. Now I was doing adventure races with him. So like uh, a bit like a triathlon, but with a bit of orienteering. So running, biking, um, and a bit of adventure. And uh, yeah, the concept just seemed like really good, more energy. And I think back then. Sorry? Car coming. Oh, car. 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 Not <laughs> there's only one car, but uh, back then I was working a job I didn't really like, living in a country I didn't really like, and I realised that the only way I was going to get out of that loop was by having more energy. And uh, because of course, when you have more energy, you can save more money, you've got better willpower, um, you can say no to stuff. And uh, so I kind of did a year of that, and that helped me to, to save up and get away from England and then start my, my journey. So about seven years ago, that's when I started traveling full time. And, uh, but I did go back. I went down to vegetarian, not down, but I just ate a bit of meat because after a year, um, I don't know, I just didn't have any vegan friends. So I suppose I got into the... <laughs> and then uh, 
and then I went pescatarian. So every now and then I had a bit of fish. Yeah. And then I read the China study, and uh, and then was like, oh, animal protein is bad. So yeah, since then haven't looked back. That's a show now having met Dan and Lynn and uh, Karen. China. The China study, yeah. The China study, what is that? So, it's the biggest study of nutrition ever conducted. And they, the emperor of China got cancer, so he funded this huge study on yeah. nutrition um, to find out why he got cancer. And no country has ever done it. And it was really conclusive that the parts of China who ate the least amount of meat got the least cancer. It was, it's like you can't argue with that. There's no, there's no like, uh, actually, it's like that is a fact. And then they did some experiments. They fed mice, dairy and uh, meat and they had cancer. And then they stopped feeding the meat, fed them a plant-based diet. They stopped the cancer then they fed the meat again and the cancer came back. So it was like, look, this is about as conclusive as you can get. And also the meat industry just don't want you to know that. They're like snake oil salesmen saying, hey, you need protein. You need my snake oil. And actually, when you do the research, and, and I think when you look at global, like the countries who don't eat meat or dairy, just are healthier. So you, you just can't argue with that. So yeah, um, it's been an interesting journey. But I think one thing I would mention is having friends who you, know, you don't have to have Same. all the friends like you're never going to have all vegan friends but I met one of my best mates Ben and he's a vegan dude <clears throat> and he was my first fully <laughs> vegan mate and he really inspired me vegan, yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and he inspired me as to I mean he's really healthy I think 50 and looks amazing and just has this amazing lifestyle that I really wanted. And he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, vegan. And yeah, you would imagine he'd be a bit annoying, but no, just a really lovely, lovely yeah. life. And that was, I think what's kept me. And then as you go, you meet a few more people. And yeah, it's nice, then I meet you too. And uh, you think, oh, look, these are no meat eaters, they're lovely. So that's very good. Car, car. So, quick question, why do you both live in Turks and Caicos? Water. <laughs> That's... Some blue mind therapy. Honestly, a friend of us, a friend of mine that I met out in Cozumel, he went to the Turks and Caicos, and then we got recommended it in Spain. And I was like, okay, so I got in touch with him. And he was like, yeah, it's beautiful. Like, come and try it. <laughs> so it was really spontaneous. He was just like, okay. Let's go. Yeah. And how long have you been here? This is actually idea. Nice. So, is it getting a little bit boring? Are you kind of like starting to think about other places? Good question, <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's cool because obviously these, like it's, this is my second year. Yeah. I'm in love with the place, but it's a very small island. Yeah, so I think it's totally normal to want to look elsewhere. The really nice thing about Turks and Caicos is I think it's a great place to be based. Yeah. Um, like uh, you guys previous to here, seven years of traveling, I've worked for a lot of people 
in a lot of places and I know that this is a really nice place to save money, work with nice people. So that's definitely going to keep me here for a long time, I think, because I've been about. But you two, I don't know, where else have you lived? That is in Cozumel. Pretty uh -huh. similar to here. Yeah, where's yeah, that? Cozumel, Mexico. Oh, OK. So Cozumel is kind of a small island like this, so uh -huh. really small. Um, and then Mallorca. Yeah, probably, Mallorca's lovely, isn't it? Probably our favourite spot. Yeah, it's got a lot of diversity. Yeah. On the island. The only downside, which took us away from Mallorca, is we only have the summer period. Uh huh. So you only get like six months. Yes. Of, like proper work. Yeah, so you've got to go somewhere else. Yeah. To do something else. This is what. So the season's a bit short. Yeah. Um, but uh, like that would probably be our favourite place that we've been. Nice, really. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's a beautiful island as well. Some really nice mountainy bits as well, yeah. It's a good location as well. I mean, proximity to family in the UK as well. Yeah, very quick and easy, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like we've still got so many places to see though. Yes. And we've only done those three places properly. Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, but you know, uh, once you've travelled around a bit, this is one of those islands where you could always come back to, couldn't hey. you? It's not. we've kind of been talking about. Yeah. I think for our age, we've been like. You can travel, we get to save money in dollars. Yep. Like when I worked in Cape Town, much as I love Cape Town, saving up in Rand, which is practically worthless, was, uh, yeah, you couldn't have a, you just about broke even from working your arse off. That so, is a working dollars on holiday in the Rand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Wow, guys, you really are running quite quickly. Should we slow down a little bit? <laughs> really? You just have to do burpees along the way. Wow, what a beautiful morning. Oh. We've got a puncture. Man down. Man overboard. Man overboard. Man overboard. I've just learned about man. Oh, fuck. So I'm going to give the, the mic now to Dan. I can't hold that. I've got like. Come on. What? Okay. That's it. What is that? So there's the mic there. On this. Yeah. Okay. So. Dan, say I need um, to talk now and say something constructive and intelligent. Yeah. No. Um, just something entertaining. Hmm. There's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Um, Let's talk uh, films. What's your favourite film? Ooh. Um, what other than game changes? Forks over knives, casualty. Yeah. Um, what the hell? Okay, let's let's be a bit more focused here because I, I feel the topic's going a bit uh, awry. Yeah. What's your favourite ro Rocky film and why? Oh, Sorry, Rocky I would one. Chat, but I'm trying to conserve my energy oh. at this time. <laughs> Rocky one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, because of the story. So, uh, Sylvester Stallone sold his dog. Oh, yeah. And he was super, super sad. Yeah. But he had no money. Yeah. And uh, had to sell his dog. Yeah. And then they turned him down with the, the script. And uh, he kept going, kept hassling. And then eventually they said, yes, but you're not allowed to star in it. And he said, okay, well, I won't make it then. Yeah. And then eventually they were like, okay, you can star in it. And then they paid him. And then he went back and he bought his dog for 
God knows how many thousand. It was like $20,000 or something crazy. And I just think that's such a lovely story of someone sticking at something and not, not giving up. Persistence. And it's yeah. got a dog in the story. Really. Yeah. What more do you want? Can you name the dog in the, in the film? No. Can you? Uh, uh, that's like Wizard of Oz. Um, Toto. Um, oh, really? Tito. K9. Uh, butts. Wasn't it Butts? Or something? I don't know. Uh, it's been years since I've watched it. So, yeah. what is your favourite comedy, Dan? Uh, well, what's my favourite Rocky, Dan? Comedy. Oh, my favourite Rocky. <laughs> my favourite Rocky, Tom, uh, thanks for asking, is Rocky IV because it has an incredible soundtrack. Um, it's got Dolph Lundgren. If he dies, he dies. And it's got um, it's got all of the sort of like the old characters. Apollo's in there. Mickey, Mickey's in there. We're gonna eat lightning and crap thunder. Um, what else? Car. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good old story of uh, um, sort of. It tells the political climate at the time about the Cold War. Yeah. East v. West, you know. I get it all deep and philosophical and political now. Yes, um, yeah, it's good. And Karen's doing her first ten, uh, 10K in the company of others, and she's doing awesomely. And without walking. And without walking. So she's yeah. hardcore now. She's part of the, the 10, 10K team. Um, <laughs> And Brian is the first 10k as well. And the wonderful thing is about running with a group is I think you kind of get carried along with the group as well. Yeah. Like running with the herd mentality. Exactly. So interesting. So thanks for sharing that, Dan. <laughs> My favourite uh, comedy. Yeah. What's your favourite comedy? Good question. I don't really watch comedies. I'm, I'm one of these. Yeah. I'm one of these sort of. Uh, oh my god! You're just. I, do you know? I like, I like the old sort of, like the National Lampoons. Uh, Some slapstick. Yeah, slapstick. Uh, Oh, Book of Mormons. Yeah, that's that's really good. Okay. Um, but uh, comedy-wise, yeah, I like the Pitch Perfect. They're, they're funny. You just watched the Joker, didn't just, you? Oh, but that's not funny. That's, that's the disturbing. First ever film. That's grossed a billion dollars. Yeah. I oh, know. I thought um, Avatar did, didn't it? Did it? Mm. And uh, Star Wars. It's recently just Maybe grossed a billion. Car. 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 Um, yeah, but that's really impressive that it's graced a billion because I love Joaquin Phoenix and he's a great animal. Uh, car, yes, he is. animal lover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome film. Are you, have you seen it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, yeah. I kind of feel this might be a good photo opportunity here. What do we think? Yeah. Kodak uh, moment. Has anyone got a phone or is it just me? Just you. Oh, Dan, let's do the phone. Dan, the, the video man. Like, I think having that little hill in the background, in this, this, that might be a nice memento. Would Tom, if I could ask you to take the mic, please. Yeah, of course. Step up to the MIC and place the B. So, <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't rhyme. Oh. What's nice about this podcast, I think, is you can skip the boring bits. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Woo. No, Come on, photo shoot. Okay. <laughs> well done, Karen. Not got far to go. 
Yeah, where's Mike? We've lost man overboard. Okay. So anyway, question to you guys. Sorry about that. That was my alarm. So I posted that little meme on my first Facebook yesterday about the when somebody asks where do you get your protein, yeah, and you ask back. Yeah, that's quite aggressive. Where do you get your compassion? So, a friend of mine in New York. He did respond back. You've got a friend. Um, I do. Okay. I've got many friends, Facebook friends. <laughs> uh, but he did, uh, he did tell me his story. He has tried going vegan. Uh, he has. He found out every time he went vegan, he got ill. Uh, I don't know whether that was because the foods he was eating. I don't. I don't know the full story there. It's something to delve into. But then he found out he had Hashimoto's. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that's what I've got. Right, well, that's what underactive, I wondered. Un- underactive yeah, so I wondered about this because yeah. he is saying that he couldn't survive on a vegan diet no, having Hashimoto's. Negative. So, so, but, you know, I understand where he's coming from. He obviously is putting his health first. Yeah. You know, immediate health first. He wants to feel good. But I do like it. I don't regret posting stuff like that because it encourages, you know, in his case, it's made him post something... Yeah. Kind of defending his actions towards eating meat. Yeah. But then that also gets me interested more into looking deeper into something that I'm not aware of, i.e., in this case, Hashimoto's. So then that got me thinking, okay, well, I need to research this more, which I did. And you can live very healthily on a vegan diet. Obviously, everybody's different. Yeah. But it's the certain foods that you shouldn't be eating like the cruciferous vegetables. And I don't know if you know that, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and also tofu as well, um, right. because it's uh, apparently high in soy. But to be honest, uh, and, uh, and again, I don't mean to poo-poo the idea, but uh, it's bullshit because I eat loads of broccoli, loads of cruciferous, right. loads of tofu, and I've, uh, I've just run, well, and I've run two marathons. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, bra- I'm not bragging or boasting. Uh, <laughs> but it'd be, it'd be interesting, you know. I don't know how he's de- how much he's delved into it. Yeah. Um, and maybe even if he was to reduce little bits instead of trying to go all on vegan. Yeah. Just trying to uh, replace a certain meat with something else. Yeah. And do it gradually in that way, and and just do it baby steps, you know. So, but I appreciated the fact that he posted. Yeah. Even though. Uh, you know, it's obviously got negative connotations to my post. Yeah. However, it's made me open up to because we all we're all learning. Yeah. 